Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back to Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I until 2 o'clock here today. We began the show a significant amount of time on the uh, the latest with Ohio State and Urban Meyer and Zach Smith, the uh, the wide receivers coach. And his wife, I guess now uh, a strange wife, Courtney. Th- this um, I just read a piece here in the break, Trent, and I think it's spot on. You know who's going to take the fall for this? Sadly, if indeed uh, Ohio State decides to do the football thing, not the right thing, um, it's going to be Urban Meyer's wife, Shelley, because Courtney Smith and Shelley Smith are Courtney and. Courtney Smith, Shelly Meyer, mm-hmm. best friends. Okay. Great friends. Courtney would confide in Shelly Meyer. Courtney sent Shelly Meyer pictures of her injuries via text over her cell phone. She's provided all the text messages between Meyer's wife, Shelly, mm-hmm. and Courtney Smith to Brett McMurphy, who's now published them. She also posted pictures of her injuries, sent pictures of her injuries to Shelly Meyer. Shelly said, uh, I told Shelly, this is Courtney, I told Shelly, I sent her some pictures. I spoke to her on the phone. She said she was going to have to tell Urban. I said, that's fine. You should tell Urban. You can't have someone like this coaching young men. Urban Meyer last week said he knew nothing about this. Right. A guy nothing con- about this. As controlling as him, knew nothing. Right. Sure. Despite the fact that he knew in 2009 that this guy that he's protected also abused, domestically abused his wife in 2009. Who was 8 to 10 weeks pregnant, by the way, at the time. I didn't know that part. Yeah. you got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. If Urban Meyer is going to walk, Ohio State is going to pin, and their fan base Mm -hmm. is going to pin the blame on Urban's wife because she didn't go forward with what she told Courtney Smith she was going to do. It's the only way they can, it's the only way around this, Trent. You you found the loophole that... that That's how they will, if they do the football thing, Mm -hmm. not the right thing, and that's jettison the highest-paid coach in college football, which he is this year. Covering up domestic violence, saying he never knew a thing about it. It's laughable. It's a blatant lie. It is a blatant opinion. lie. And, and here we are, and uh, we go down this road again. The cover-up? It's always worse. Maybe not in this case, though. This case, the, the crime. is pretty bad, yeah. The crime is worse Thank you for stopping than the cover-up. That's really good. We normally do go down that road mm-hmm. here for the first time. Mm-hmm. The actual crime is worse. But the cover-up, it paints a bad light. Yep. And They're the favorites in the Big Ten, overwhelmingly. They are the favorites to take one of those four coveted spots in college football's national championship playoff. Urban Meyer is, I'm assuming, getting set to host media days here in the next couple of days. His team's about to take the field, start practice here by the end of this week. Ohio State will pin this on Urban Meyer's wife, and if they do, think about this, if they do, mm-hmm. Urban Meyer is willing to go along with the ruse and throw his own wife or step aside 
while his wife gets thrown under the bus and the blame is pinned on her. I hope that's not the case, but Trent, I can't see another way around it. The dots connect very easily. And uh, what, Urban Meyer, the family man? Oh, that, yeah. That's that same guy that took mm-hmm. a year away from football? Mm-hmm. Than, After Florida. Yeah. Get his head straight. And we can all see this unfolding. Unfortunately, it's not a big leap at all. It's not, to sadly. See, to see this happen. No, I, I get where you're going there. I, I completely can see it. It's unfortunate. I still believe that today you can't get away from this. Urban Meyer cannot even survive this. Urban Meyer will not see another football game as they open up. But they're favored in the Big Ten, Trent. They are, and they still will be. I know, but you get my point. Yeah. I'm being sarcastic. Yes. Um, National championships are important. Yeah, they are. Wins are important. Protecting women is more important. Right. It's public university. Think, think about this, Ohio State. You fired a coach for tattoo gate. Yes. You're going to let a coach skate who has lied and covered up domestic abuse. I still, I struggle to wrap my mind around Jim Trestle losing his job. Mm-hmm. Now, where's, the, where's Ohio State in this? I mean, they've now, uh, granted, I'm assuming that they're sitting in a boardroom trying to, I hope, not work on whatever spin that they're going to try and shove down our throats mm-hmm. that will be accepted willingly by the Buckeye fan base, the oh, majority yes. of them. Yes. Um, or will they do the right thing? I, sadly, I don't think the answer is yes. Well, They'll I'm do the football thing. It's King football. Yeah. And that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. It's about the bottom line. They saw what happened when they got rid of Trestle. Luke Fickle goes 6-6. Six and six. Mm, One mm, year mm, away mm, from mm, bowls. Mm, and Ohio uh, State has to come out and say something by the end of the day. Oh, yeah. They have to say something by this the end of the day. has been out there for and a while And don't just already. give me, we're, we're looking at this internally. We'll have no comment until then. Don't give us that. I'm sure that's what we're going to get, though. That's not enough. Uh, you will take uh, Mitch for us today? Yes, yes. You're going to talk about Justin Houston? We're going to take a look at uh, the old man. And, well, we talked to Eric Berry yesterday. Mitch has a staff for us. These two guys have not been on the field together very often in their Chiefs career. As long as they've been there at the same time, haven't been able to be on the field at the same time very often. Think about the edge rushers in that division. I know we talk about it every year. But I thought that the heir apparent to Von Miller was going to be Justin Houston. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure now when you throw in Joey Bosa and Khalil yes. Mack yeah. <laughs> if Justin Houston's not number four in that in pecking order-wise. Oh, yeah. Rank I, don't, I don't think there's a doubt. Right? It can't be. I, and I think the gap is significant. Because one, two, three, Trent, if, yes. you, if you get one and this guy or somebody else gets two and I'm stuck with the third choice and that's yeah. Khalil or Bosa or Vaughn, you're still in pretty good shape. I think I'd, right now and going forward. Well, Vaughn, because, Vaughn would be three because of age, I think. Yes. Both is my number one. It might be. It probably is. Yeah. Look what he did after sitting out all that time right. last year. Boom. Impact player. Uh, Trent will handle Mitch Holtis uh, in our Chiefs conversation. Bottom of the hour, we are going to do Vikings and Packers. We're here until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. 
Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. Guys, football season is approaching soon. Every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday will be devoted to football. Do what I do. Build up that Goodwill bank account. And here's a way you can build up that Goodwill bank account. Take your wife or your significant other to one of the many farmer's markets located throughout central Iowa. Grimes, Indianola, Johnson, Perry, Pleasant Hill, Polk City, West Des Moines, Ankeny, Beaverdale, Bondurant, and a whole bunch of them scattered throughout Des Moines. Farmer's markets continuing through the whole month of August for more information. Go to catchdemoin.com backslash events. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Michael's Pizza not only has great pizza, but beer and wine from Italy and Argentina. Buy the bottle and the glass with spectacular specials. 2629 Beaver Avenue or online at dsmpizza.com. Michael's Pizza, the driver's slice. Be sure to say hello to John and Lindsay. Support Special Olympics Iowa and join the Kiwanis Club of Urbandale for the annual Jim Jordan Memorial Golf Classic on Wednesday, August 15th at Our Creek Golf Course in Ankeny. Special Olympics Iowa provides year-round sports training and athletic competition to over 14,000 individuals with intellectual disabilities in the state of Iowa. The tournament starts at 8 a.m. and all golfers receive 18 holes of golf, a cart, lunch, and opportunity for prizes. To sign up a foursome, as an individual or for sponsorship opportunities, please visit soiowa.org or call 515-986-5520. We'll see you on August 15th at Otter Creek Golf Course to chip in for the athletes. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that 
will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness, give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. The Bells of the NFL, welcome back. Jim, as uh, we continue on here, it's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon on 1700 KBGG. Ken had to duck out, take a phone call for the other job, so means we're running solo this segment. Luckily, we got a good guy to talk about, as we do each and every day at this time throughout training camp. It's the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, who joins us on the line. Mitch, what's happening? Well, where's Ken? So he, I know he works for the Canadian Consulate in Des Moines, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. See, so he's. Uh, we actually have an ambassador from Canada to Des Moines, not even to the state of Iowa, just to the city of Des Moines. So I know that Ken's got that job. That's a big job. So go get him, Ken. Uh, yeah, we're uh, off and running, back in pads today. Uh, in fact, they're going to go pads if they stay on script. They would be in pads uh, one, two, five of the next six days. So, honestly, if you look at the whole season, this is the most they'll be consecutively in pads all year. Uh, And with the new rules uh, in the National Football League, this is the most you can do. So, this is as close to the old school, put the pads on, let's go at it, uh, as the Chiefs will get at any time this year. Mitch, you've seen the changes and the evolution of the game and what it is today. You mentioned this is as close to the grind as you're going to see compared to what it once was. How much better is this, though, for the players in terms of not just oh, what yeah, we talk about with injuries, no. but just overall? I'm, I'm all about it. Uh, there has to be a fine line. It's still a very physical game, and it takes a lot. I, I love the game, and not just the NFL. I love it at all levels, as you know, whether it's uh, mm-hmm. Earlham Cardinals or the Kofax Mingo Tiger Hawks or, you know, um, the Ankeny Hawks. It's, uh, I love the game, and I think there's terrific value in it. It must, it must be safe or safer, uh, I do think it gets a bad rap. Uh, everybody looks at what's wrong with it and doesn't look at the other sports. But I think that these, these rules and, and changes, I welcome it. Uh, and these players now, we're talking, you know, you're talking Olympic-caliber athletes. Uh, these guys are some of the best athletes in the world. They just choose to play football. And so it's also a 11-month uh, deal now. In the old days, it shut down for about four months and then come back and get in shape at training camp and go two-a-days in pads. And I mean, those days are long gone. These guys try to stay uh, in terrific shape, whether it's nutrition or uh, cardiovascular or muscular work, all year long. So to set out here and try to go two-a-days two in pads and just grind away, 
like a speech barracks at West Point would be counterproductive. One of the guys that uh, is out there and hoping to see uh, maybe a little bit of a dip back up. Still just 29 years old, Justin Houston, though 29, yep. not what 29 once was. As he works his way back, injury plague seasons the last couple of years, was out there 15 times last year during the regular season. But the production certainly down from that breakout 22 sack performance of 2014. Where are you with Justin Houston this season? Well, everybody wants to know how many sacks is he going to get. Now, usually that's the indication they're playing fantasy football. Yes. And sacks are in their league, right? That's they, Everybody wants to know, well, how do we put defense in the league? Well, just sacks. That's like sacks and picks. That's the most empirical thing we can do. Sometimes you could get wrapped up in sacks, and, and sack totals can be a little bit like passing yardage. It doesn't always necessarily translate to victories. But in the case here of Justin Houston, it's more he's got some help. I get asked every day from fans who are here, how many sacks is he going to have? And I would say, well, you don't want him maybe that 22. It might be best if he has that 13 or 14, but D. Ford's got six, and Tano Passigno's got five, and Chris Jones has five, and, oh, I don't know, Breland Speaks has two or three. That's what you want from this defense. Now, here's what excites Justin Houston, though. The fact that he and Eric Berry, they're close, are together on the field at the same time. I'm going to give you the stat of the day. Those two together, seven years together, could have played a possible 122 games. You tracking me here? Yes. So out of that, out of that 122 games, 48% of the time is less than half the time have Houston and Barry been together on the field at the same time. One or the other has been injured, or in the case of Eric Barry, his illness in 2014. They've both been, you know, somewhat oft injured, and it seems like it's just weird. When Houston's back, Barry's gone. Barry's back, Houston's gone. Well, now they're both back there together. It's, it's also the fact that I mentioned the supporting cast that Houston has. You don't have to rely on him to do everything. That's one. Two, you can move him around, and that's what Bob Sutton has been doing. It's not just he's standing on the left side, pawing in the dirt, swinging his arms, ready to go. He can move around in here and try to utilize him against maybe the weakest link in the opponent. And for Justin Houston, I tracked him down. He's excited about all this. I think it's just the whole defense period. The defense we got as a whole, we got guys that can move and play multiple positions. So anytime you got that, that's confused the offense. And when you got confusion on the offense, that your defense a better chance to make more plays. So anytime we're making plays, we're in a good situation. That's what we want. Are you signing? I'm, I'm with the dazzling group of athletic trainers oh. who are some of the best in the world. We have a live studio audience. That's very good. Uh, so, anyway, <laughs> I'm asking Tiffany, are you signing today? She signs autographs every day. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's so he's fired up. One, he's got his buddy out there. They're together. Let's stay healthy and play together. And then, two, he's looking around going, hmm, I got some help, so maybe I can play different spots. You mentioned the defensive coordinator and Coach Sutton, and last year we saw the Chiefs regress on the defensive side of the football and not be kind of what we'd grown accustomed to them being throughout the years. The offense continues to make a, a ascension forward, but the defense took a step back. Is there pressure on Sutton this year? Well, I think there's always pressure. I mean, I don't think there's any undue pressure. And it's Andy like, hey, you got to figure this out or else. I mean, let's be honest. Three of the five years Bob Sutton has been here, little quoted stat, the Chiefs in three of those five years have been top five, Trent, in scoring defense. Top five in the league. And one of the years, they were seventh. Now, last year, they dropped to 15th. 
third down became maddening. They were, you know, third and long became a problem. Uh, and the sack total dropped. Pressures dropped. Uh, but I don't think there's any hey, At least I've not seen it. Good stuff, Mitch. Our conversations each and every day here throughout the week. He said uh, we will take you up until the end of August. Well, there's a reason for it. Tell us about who helps uh, bring you on the airwaves with us every day. Papa John's. I, you know, I mentioned uh, last night, actually, at midnight, it ended their leukemia and lymphoma LLS special, but they got some more specials throughout the month of August, and I'll hit it tomorrow with what they've got out there. But people need to realize just how important Matt Donaldson and Mark Harder, all the other guys and gals that are the great managers of Papa John's. They're all throughout Iowa. They not only help um, – the high schools and the local communities, they do a ton for the big four schools and uh, even the IIAC schools and Grandview and other ones. So they get it. They're very generous, and they, uh, they want to do all they can to be good business people but also to help the communities in which they serve. Papa John's. Papa John's and the Donaldson yep. family, a big thank you to them. Mitch, we will do it again tomorrow. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Trent. That is Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. And each and every game, home and away, right here on 1700 KBGG. Preseason right around the corner. In fact, we'll get our first preseason game tomorrow night with the Bears and the Ravens in the Hall of Fame game. For the Chiefs, they get started on the 9th. That'll be their first game. Again, September 9th is when they play that one coming up after that. It uh, will be, let me find that schedule. I just had it here a moment ago. Yeah, next uh, August 9th is the matchup against Houston. Friday, August 17th, game two. Saturday, the 25th against the Bears. And Thursday, August 30th, the finale of the preseason, that into the regular season, starting with the Chargers in game number one, September 9th. Football season getting closer and closer. And we got more football. Ken's making his way back in the studio. We're talking Packers and Vikings next on 1700. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun more at easterseelsia.org. 
this week's weed deal is Gino's Pizza and Pub. Gino's is a new restaurant just outside of downtown Des Moines with a rooftop to come out and enjoy the beautiful summer weather. It's all brand new and located at 508 Indianola Avenue in Des Moines. Gino's specializes in a variety of great pizzas, pork tenderloins, and delicious wings. Gino's Pizza and Pub is a family-friendly place. They invite you to bring out the family and kids eat free on Monday and Tuesday nights with the purchase of adult entrees. On Thursdays, you can get a large pizza for just $8 to dine in or for even takeout. That's right, $8 and enjoy the pizza wherever you'd like. Located at 508 Indianola Avenue in Des Moines with great views of the skyline. Geno's is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Geno's certificates for only $25. There's a limited number and they're sure to go fast. So get yours Friday morning at 9 at this station's website under the sweet deals tab. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Walkers, families, friends, and supporters will gather at Principal Park on October 6th for the Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS, where they will celebrate their support and help raise awareness of the disease. ALS is a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord. Eventually, people with ALS will lose the ability to initiate and control muscle movement, which often leads to total paralysis and death within two to five years of diagnosis. For reasons unknown, veterans are twice as likely to develop ALS. To join our fight of ending ALS, visit walktodefeatals.org. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, USC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. For one more beer for me, exile meets quality, so savagely.
Enjoy your exile! The Arizona-Iowa Baseball Company has become a one-stop shop for all of your field product needs. Arizona-Iowa Mounds can provide you with anything to make your field look great and play great from portable pitching mounds to field products and equipment. With multiple items stocked for the season, Arizona-Iowa Mounds offer same-day delivery on stocked items and free field consultant to Iowa Little Leagues, high schools, and colleges. And individual lessons are available for baseball and softball players at their location. 3976 Northwest Urbandale Drive, the Arizona Iowa Baseball Company. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. As we promised, we're going to go inside the two favorites in our favorite NFC division, the NFC North. It moves the needle here. Trent, maybe one year we'll be talking about your Bears in this discussion. I'm not holding my breath. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> uh, Vikings and the Packers, clearly the two. Dave Sinek and TheHeadCheese.com coming up right now. Tim Yotter covers the Vikings, VikingUpdate.com, and he joins us. Uh, Tim, lots of ground to cover with you. First of all, mm-hmm. thanks for coming on, as always. You know, the Tony Sperano, the uh, this the sudden passing of a of a football coach and that's what you when you look at Sperano that's a football coach uh, right there um how the Vikings going to overcome the the tragedy of his passing this close to camp yeah you know it was uh three days before camp was uh was opening up when you know his wife actually found him on the kitchen floor that uh, Sunday morning, uh, they were getting ready to go to church. Um, congestive heart failure, um, dies at, I think it was 56 years old, and uh, just kind of, you know, I, I think uh, one of the coaches, uh, Clancy Barone, who was taking over for Sperano on the offensive line, said it was Zimmer's best friend. And, you know, I think mm. Zimmer talked about it after it happened and said, you know, the only person that was maybe grumpier in the building than me was Tony Sperano. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those two had that kind of uh, old, crusty football coach mentality, and I think that's why they got along so well. And, uh, you know, I think the Vikings made the right move in trying to keep some continuity and not go and hire somebody from the outside who wasn't familiar with what they had been working on throughout the offseason. The offensive line made a big leap forward last season. There's only one way to go from what they were the year before. Mm-hmm. But with that, there is still a ways to go. Break down the offensive line for us a little bit, the pieces that they're going to be working with this season, and, and how much more improvement do you expect in 2018? Yeah, um, you know, to me, that's the the biggest question, not only just heading into camp, but preseason and into the regular season. If you look at everything that the Vikings have done with all the other positions, uh, offensive line to me is the key to this team because it's sort of the unknown. Right now, uh, Pat Elfline, after, you know, having a, a very solid year at center as a rookie last year, hasn't been able to practice. He's dealing with recovering from both ankle and shoulder surgeries this offseason. So Nick Easton, who was their left guard, is is slid over to center. And then yesterday, uh, Mike Remmers limped off the field with what appeared to be some sort of leg injury. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't we don't know how serious that is. Uh, you know, he he limped right past me. It didn't look like it was going to be anything you know, where he'd be out for a couple of months or anything like that. I would expect within a week or two he should be back. But there are just so many moving parts right now. Without Elfline, uh, you don't have your starting center. And I asked them earlier this week if, 
you know, when Alpine returns, is it as center? And he said yes. So he hasn't really had a chance to, to work with Kirk Cousins at all on the field. So a lot of questions with that offensive line, and uh, it'll be really interesting to see. How do they do protecting Cousins? How do they do opening holes for Dalvin Cook? Our guest is Tim uh, Yotter. He covers the Vikings at vikingupdate.com. Tim, I know you're digging into salary cap and going forward how the Vikings are going to handle that. And uh, Daniil Hunter was was locked up. We saw Diggs yesterday. He got his deal. Uh, They've been uh, spending the money uh, Mm -hmm. where they can. Um, But one of those guys that hasn't got that next contract is Anthony Barr. Kendrick's got paid. Uh, There's some decisions. Trey Waynes, they they picked up his fifth year, but what does that mean down the road? As you dig into it, and I guess it's a good problem to have when you draft well and these guys all become uh, major, major impact players on your team, um, shows you're drafting well, but, uh, you know, eventually that bill comes due. How are the Vikings going to handle this? Well, to me, the, the interesting decision now, after the Diggs contract, they, they have about $9 million left in, in salary cap space this year. Anthony Barr is playing under his fifth-year option right now, so it's a one-year, $12.3 million deal. Um, he thought earlier in the offseason that he was getting close uh, to a deal, but that hasn't come to fruition yet. But the fact that that he's on the books right now for $12.3 million says that you know they could do something this year with the remaining salary cap space and with mm-hmm. what, what he's counting on right now. The issue is really further down the road with his contract. If they sign him to a five-year extension, which they've done with Kendricks, with Daniil Hunter, uh, with Stefan Diggs, well, now all of a sudden it, it's more about what's their cap look like in 2019, 2020 if Barr's there too, and they've got to make some real uh, hard decisions there. Um, the other one that is of interest is Sheldon Richardson at the three technique, who's only under a one-year $8 million deal for the Vikings this year. You know, if he plays really well, they may have to make a decision. Is it Barr or is it Sheldon Richardson? And which you know, which position would be easier to fill immediately? And I, I don't know the answer to that right now. It, I think a lot of that depends on how well Richardson plays and how well Barr plays. You uh, go and you mentioned the Stefan Diggs, the contract extension there. Another wide receiver with Thielen and Diggs appearing to be set on the outside in good shape is what they're going to get out of LaCon Treadwell. First-round pick a couple years back. This is year number three. Are people buying in that that third-year bump's going to happen here or are still a little bit tepid with Treadwell? Yeah, I mean, I, I wrote a story earlier in the offseason about Treadwell looking better, uh, feeling more confident. Zimmer had said that mm-hmm. uh, he thinks Treadwell understands now that he can't just try to outwork everything. If he has a bad day, he would go and tend to try to you know, do more conditioning, and, and it just sort of wore down on his body. So I think he sees a fresher Treadwell. But uh, yesterday, uh, first of all, on Monday, he had just an amazing red zone session where Kirk Cousins threw six straight touchdowns in the red zone, and four of them went to Treadwell. So I talked to Treadwell about it yesterday, and he, he said, you know, he has had so many things going on off the field with the management and the business aspect of it that it really has weighed down on him. And he said he got it all 
kind of straightened out this off season. He's changed agents, and I think he just feels like things are in a better place for him off the field. And so I'm writing a story about that now that'll be up later today. But, um, you know, if that happens, it is a big year for him. Mm -hmm. Year three as a wide receiver, you know, some guys struggle in their first couple of years, but by year three, the saying is, you know, the first year receivers should learn their offense. The second year they get a feel for what defensive coverages and strategies are all about. And then year three, they're supposed to put it all together. And so, if he doesn't do that, if he's not up around the 40-catch level this season, then it may never happen for him. But he's got a great opportunity because a lot of the coverages are going to you know, shy towards uh, uh, Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs, Kyle Rudolph. And so Treadwell should find a lot of one-on-one coverage. Mm, Tim Yotter, Viking, up, uh, VikingUpdate.com is where you can read that Treadwell piece. Tim, last thing for you. You mentioned Cousins. Um, what kind of camp has he had so far? The guy whose place he's taking, Case Keenum, you know, I'm a Broncos fan, and the the uh, coaches, players, media are raving about Keenum. I get that Trevor Simeon maybe didn't set the bar real high, uh, <laughs> yeah. but um, not, nonetheless, Kirk Cousins. What kind of camps he had so far? Uh, I would say sporadic. Um, he's he's had some really good days. He's had some off days. You know, I mentioned what he did in the red zone on Monday, which was very very impressive, and then. Um, you know, yesterday he threw a pass that, that was one of those that you, you just kind of wonder what was he doing. It was intended for Thielen about 15 yards downfield. Didn't have a lot of zip on it, which is surprising because I, I've been really impressed with his arm in certain situations. And, you know, Mackenzie Alexander was there to pick it off. Um, so I, I think he's still getting comfortable with the offense um, as they install things and as things go. Um, but I do expect he should have a, a really big season because you know, Dalvin Cook looks very good. If that offensive line can, can open holes for Cook and keep Cousins protected, he's got all the weapons he needs. So um, if he has the time, it's all on him. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate it. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Good Ed. to talk to you as we talk Vikings. As we said at the beginning of the segment, the two favorites, the Vikings and the Packers, Let's get Dave Sindikin in here, theheadcheese.com, as we take a look at Green Bay. We've got some bad news yesterday. Jake Ryan, torn ACL, lost for the season. Dave, welcome. How are you? How big of a blow and how big of a loss is Jake Ryan? Hey, guys. Great to be with you again. Football's back. Yes, um, it is. Yeah, it, it, it's really disappointing. I don't know if you know Jake Ryan's backstory, but his Michigan career was curtailed by ACL injuries and took him a while to get going. He really came into his own last year with about 80 tackles. And, yeah, he was supposed to be a starting inside linebacker for this team uh, when they were in the 3-4. Really counted on to help stop the run. Green Bay has really high hopes that this defense is going to be very good at stopping the run this year with uh, the strength of this defense being up front. So it's a loss. I guess the only silver lining really isn't one for Jake. He was in a contract year, so now he's got a long road ahead to try to find his place. But because it happened so early, uh, Green Bay can give uh, a lot of attention to its young potential replacements. Maybe we see Clay Matthews playing a bit more inside. Maybe we see a bit more 4-3 out of this unit with uh, four really strong uh, defensive linemen. Uh, or maybe they go outside and, and find uh, another linebacker in the next uh, month or so. So silver lining that it happened early, but a really tough break for Jake Ryan and Mike Pettin's defense on a day when three Packers dropped out, starting defensive players dropped out, 
two were carted off, mm. it sounds like Ryan's the only one that's going to be the real long-term uh, problem. Mike Daniels was one. Just sorry, Trent, to jump in. The former Hawkeye, Mike da- Was he one of that trio you referred to? Yeah, he was. He uh, he dropped out early. He was not carted off, but he dropped out. He was seen later kind of smiling with teammates, and they haven't disclosed the issue, but it sounds like uh, he escaped any big problem. Safety Kentrell Bryce was the other player carted off. He's uh, in line to step in for the departed Morgan Burnett. And I uh, tweeted earlier in the week, last week, that I thought he might be a guy that uh, becomes well-known, that really has a chance to shine in this defense. Uh, he was carted off. It sounds like he also escaped a serious ankle injury, but um, he's out for a while. We haven't been told a diagnosis just yet. Well, we're heading down the Hawkeye Road with Mike Daniels. Let's go to the rookie and Joshua Jackson. What have uh, you seen out of the second-round pick for the Packers and another Hawkeye and that long line of uh, Hawks that have made their way up north? Yeah, I think he's going to have to bide his time a little bit. Um, Early reports are that the Packers are going with Tremont Williams, the veteran, and Kevin King, the second-round pick on the outside, and Jair Alexander, the number one pick, playing the nickel. So he's not among the starters, which you'd expect from a rookie. Um, he's uh, getting a lot of hands on people. Uh, I've seen reports where he's been very handsy, and uh, he's going to have to be careful about that so he's not flagged a lot. Uh, I think a bit more of a learning curve for him. But uh, knowing the Packers' depth chart and what they've got at that position, he will be counted on by this team. And I think in a perfect world, uh, if he doesn't step into a big role this year, uh, that's there for him next year with Tremont Williams being I think 36 one time the season starts. Mm. So it uh, might not be a big year for Jackson unless injuries hit. Um, but I know Green Bay is certainly counting on him big time as being a part of their core in the future. Mm. Well, uh, we haven't touched on Aaron Rodgers. I guess the contract situation lingers out there. Is there a deadline to get this done, uh, Dave? I mean, do they don't want, obviously, it to linger into the into the regular season, I wouldn't think. How close are they? Are they and do you expect to, to get some movement uh, in a positive way here in the next couple of weeks? You know, guys, it's tricky. And, and Andrew Brandt wrote a long column today about the Rodgers contract situation, how it might indeed linger longer than people thought, in, in large part because he does still have um, you know, two full seasons left on this deal. And the existing contract might be the hang-up as they put a new one in place. Um, and, and also the way contracts are going with all the guaranteed money and the, the idea that Rodgers might want uh, sort of a malleable contract that could change as other quarterbacks get paid. Uh, this one might leak, but I don't and I don't anticipate it. Rogers having an issue with that as long as he knows that both sides are are working hard to find the right deal here. I don't think anybody believes this deal will not get done. Fact of the matter is the Packers do have all the leverage here. They could tag him and and keep him in place till he's thirty eight years old. I don't anticipate that happening. I think they will get a deal done, but I would not be shocked if it doesn't get done before the season starts. Let's uh, take a look at his weapons and his newest toy to play around with this year, Jimmy Graham. I saw the first touchdown during the team portion of practice, a one-yarder to Jimmy Graham from Aaron Rodgers. What's left in the tank? What's a realistic expectation for Graham this season in Green Bay? Well, I think there's a lot left in the tank. He's not an old man by any means, and you know he's really underutilized, I think, in Seattle. Uh, I think he is going to be a, a reliable red zone target and a guy that – you know, maybe not real often, but he's going to break some long ones over the middle of the field. Mike McCarthy loves to use his athletic tight ends over the middle of the field, and the fact that Green Bay doesn't have a real reliable second outside 
receiver right now. I mean, Geronimo Allison, the third-year guy out of Illinois, has Rodgers' trust, has proven he's got ability, but he's never been asked to have that kind of role. So there are going to be a lot of opportunities for Graham to be a big part of this this offense. I think third downs, red zone, a 6'7 guy that I think is really anxious to prove that, that he's the guy you saw in New Orleans and not necessarily the guy you saw in Seattle. Uh, I do think with uh, the way defenses will have to keep the offense honest, can't double-team the guy with uh, Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, Ty Montgomery, Allison. Uh, I, I expect a, a productive year, maybe not a top-five fantasy tight end, uh, but certainly a guy that has a very good chance to get double-digit touchdowns. Mm. Since we're staying offense, I want to go back to the Hawkeyes because Brian Belaga, he's on the uh, the pup list. I, I believe he's still on there. Um, a, important year for him, and there there was a lot of speculation this offseason that maybe his time in Green Bay was going to be over. He's, uh, you know, unfortunately been unable to just stay on the field due to, you know, seemingly one injury after another, Dave. But they're counting on him to be ready for the season is, is what I'm reading. Uh, can you share anything more on Belaga? Yeah, that, I would say, Ken, that was maybe the most encouraging nugget that's come out of Packers camp so far was the report in the first few days from Mike McCarthy that he fully expects Bulaga to be ready week one. That goes against the conventional wisdom throughout the summer that was reported that, you know, it probably would start the year on the pup, miss the first six weeks, and the realistic timetable would be that he'd return midseason. McCarthy made it sound like he is way ahead of schedule and has a very good chance to be ready week one, and that's a a huge sigh of relief for the Packers offense who don't have a, a true backup ready. They did sign Byron Bell, the former Cowboy and Panther, as insurance to go with the two young guys they have at, at tackle, but they don't have a ready-made right tackle, certainly nothing like Brian Bulaga. And if he indeed is ready to go week one, uh, that puts away a lot of concerns I had for this offense. I think uh, I'll be very excited about the prospects of what Rogers and company can do if he knows he has his uh, security blanket number 75 ready week one well uh i think we've hit a theme here dave another hawkeye former hawkeye Hawk, former hawkeye coach joe philbin back as the offensive coordinator running the ship aaron Rodgers' greatest season in terms of production came with him at the helm are they just going to go in lockstep and everything's going to be good or a little bit of a transition period you expect here early on I think this is a real under-the-radar hire for the Packers. A lot's been made about Mike Patton taking over the defense, and for good reason. I mean, uh, there's a lot of reason to be excited about what Mike Patton brings to the table. But to Joe Philbin is, uh, to me, a brilliant offensive mind. And I've, I've told the story often. Uh, I got to know Matt Burke a bit when he played for the Vikings, and uh, Matt Burke told me once that, that he was the best coach he'd ever had on any level. And it just really respected his mind, his ability to be innovative and, and not stay with the status quo and then sort of go with the punches and, and the chemistry that he and Rodgers have had uh, is, speaks for itself. So the fact that he is back uh, to help lead this offense, uh, Mike McCarthy has tried to strip things down and, and start over to stay fresh. And I think having Joe Philbin there to kind of lead that group is going to be a big, big difference maker for uh, for Rodgers and the offense this season. Dave Sinekin, theheadcheese.com. You Packer fans out there, theheadcheese.com. Dave, you're in... Uh... You're in mid-season form with uh, that little dig you took at the Vikings when you retweeted that ESPN <laughs> <laughs> piece yesterday. You had them riled up. Seriously, though, 13-3 uh, and three last year for the Vikings. Um, do you think they're the team to beat still? With Say that Aaron Rodgers is healthy, all his weapons. The Vikings, are they the team that Green Bay should fear the most in the division, clearly? 
Well, yes, clearly. Uh, it's a two-team race. I do think the Bears will be improved. I think they have a chance to leapfrog the Lions this year. But uh, when it comes to Super Bowl potential, playoff potential, it's the Vikes and Pack. And I, I hear from a lot of Viking fans up here, guys, that, that rib me and feel like I'm just crazy for putting the Packers in the same sentence as the Vikings. And I try to remind them, if you, if you go to the Super Bowl odds, Packers and Vikes are even at yes, 10 to 1 are. right now. So, yeah. so Viking fans don't believe that. They feel like their roster is completely superior and it's not going to be a contest. Uh, and I try to have some fun with them. But, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like if you look at Green Bay's schedule, guys, uh, as long as they get out to a fast start, which has been an issue in recent years, the schedule certainly the first five or six weeks before the bye is in their favor. And they need to take advantage because they have the most crazy, difficult-looking November on paper that I've ever seen. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but yes, I'm looking they, at play it. Four, they play four road games. Three of them are in prime time on the road, <laughs> and the other one's a 325 start at the Rams. Over a five-week period, they play three primetime road games and the Rams on, at late afternoon, wow. um, all around a home game against the Dolphins. So that's, you know, that's a chance of three or four losses right there. So if you believe they're going to be an 11-win team, you got to take care of business uh, September, October, and then it does ease up, at least on paper, in December. So uh, it's all there for Green Bay, but they've got to be ready in September and take advantage of the schedule. It's going to get really, really ugly come November. Uh, glad it's back, Dave Sinekin. We will talk to you uh, seemingly on a weekly basis from now until the end of the season. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate this update. Look forward to catching up with you next week. Yep, I do too. Talk to you soon, guys. Good to talk to you, Dave Sinekin. TheHeadCheese.com as we take a look at the Vikings. And the uh, Green Bay Packers, and you heard Dave Sinekin throwing your Bears a little bone. He thinks they leapfrog the Viking, uh, the uh, Lions, rather. Well, I mean, he doesn't take very much. I heard a number yesterday. All-time Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. He has played, I want to say it is 57 games against teams that ended up with winning records. What do you think his record is in, I think it's 57 games. Against teams with winning records, fifty-seven games. Okay, I'll take a stab at it. Twenty and thirty-seven. That's probably what I would guess. Six and fifty-one. Are you kidding me? Six and fifty-one. Whew. <laughs> Ouch. So, and this is a team that at least they've been to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Six and fifty-one. Jeez, Trent. That's atrocious, dude. No wonder. It's unthinkable. It's tough. Got to be tough to be a Lions fan, right? It's got to be What's tough. more difficult, being a Lions fan or a Browns fan? Eh, the Browns are expected to be bad. The 80s were a long time ago. They were. I mean, what can you hang your hat on, though, if you're a Lions fan? I mean, you get the you Thanksgiving had Barry Sanders, Yeah, though. you did, but when you had them. Got to an NFC Championship mm-hmm. game. We're throttled by the Redskins. Yeah, the, the I think the Lions fan is the answer. You think it's more difficult to be a Lions? Well, fan. every Thanksgiving, you, you know what? Your Browns aren't going to be in, pri, uh, in on national TV ever. Sure, you know that. Unfortunately, the country's going to see how bad the team that you wrote for is once every single year, because everybody tunes in. I mean, it's the only time you watch the Lions. Sure, right? Is it eleven thirty on thanks on Thursday Thanksgiving morning? I don't know the answer to the question. I'm just glad I'm not a fan of a team that sucked. Over the last couple of decades. Welcome to my world. Yeah, but your team's been in Super Bowl. Didn't go well, but... Didn't go well. But got there. One in 33 years. One in 33 years. How many have the Broncos been to during that time? During that time, three. No, more than that. In 33 years? Yeah. Well, so so 90... 
so yeah, that's thirty. Oh, there's more than that. Then. Yeah, eighty six, um, eighty seven. They're, they're probably three. In, they're probably three and three in that time frame. Yeah, you've seen six Super Bowls. Yeah, I've seen the last three have all gone in the win column. No, three yeah. out of the last four went right. in the win column. Um, yeah, including the one I was at Super Bowl fifty, Peyton's last game. I'd like to see the Bears back there again. I guess. Right? It'd be nice. No, it'd be nice to spread it around. I'm and those you, Vikings fans. Well, well, a they, different kind of pain. Yeah, their turn's coming. I mean, Frank Schwab picks them as the team in to, to beat this year. A lot of people are picking the Vikings. We'll see. What do you think their record is? 11-5. And what is is that good enough for first place in the North? It's a push. So they tie with the Packers and they go to the tiebreaker? Right. That's, that's where I sit right now. Does that get them the one seed? I doubt it. No. And it won't be the Rams, the most talented team. Big comeback. Comeback from the Rams this year. I see nine and seven. Do you really? Wow. Which might be good enough to win that division. Well, the Cardinals are going to stink. Seattle's coming back to the pack. The Niners are probably a year away. Well, I don't. Th- for that reason, I, I got to go double digit wins for them. So who do you? Cardinals think, are going to be better. Who's the team to beat? Yeah, what well, do you think they are? I do. You just told me yesterday that uh, that Bradford's going to be out in week number one. Well, of course, the chosen one, Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen, <laughs> Rosen, chosen. chosen. Rosen. Uh, okay, so who's who's gets the one seed in the in the NFC then? The Dallas Cowboys. Whoa. We're well, supposed to be I doing this yesterday, the, the last day of July. I'm I'm yeah. go I'm coming in hot. Yeah, you and I we we are seeing the NFL totally different this year. Well, this at least at this point should be. All right, speaking of fun, you and Jimmy B are gonna have fun today from four to six. I'm assuming you're gonna recap everything that just went on at Ames. Yep. Um, you'll do that. What else you got cooking? Rob Howe is going to stop by. He had an article at Hawkeye Nation talking about the latest uh, issues facing the Iowa program. Going to get into that with him. Yesterday, we were supposed to have Evan Tex Western, our buddy, on the Packers. He wasn't able to join us. It will be happening today. So plenty of Packer conversation. We, we got a lot of shows. it, yes. And uh, also looking to get a little Big 12 conversation going with our buddies from Heartland College Sports. Hopefully Pete Mundo. Maybe Derek Duke will be uh, joining us, one of those two guys, in the 4 o'clock hour. All of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines and 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. One more time, those two farmers markets taking place today. The Drake neighborhoods until 730 tonight. 24th and Cottage Grove right next to Drake Park. Also, you folks, you uh, listeners who live out in the Grimes area, have a farmers market tonight on Main Street. That gets underway at 430 and goes until 7. That is courtesy of our friends at Catch Des Moines. Trent and I back tomorrow at noon. Jimmy B and TC get you home. Appreciate you being here. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker. 1700 KBGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu. Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's. Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. Bellagio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. It's not too late to rent the Heritage Carousel for your late summer or fall outing. This is a one-of-a-kind venue that will keep your guests talking long after the party ends. We've hosted everything from birthday parties to rehearsal dinners. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. If you would like to have your next event at the Heritage Carousel,